The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I know so many times we talk about igniting the sparks on the show, Igniting the Spark. This episode, though, truly is one of those times where you are going to find your heart on fire. And we are here with Lene Blaze. So Lene Blaze is going to light you up. She's a television and film writer, motivational speaker, She's co-host of the Imagine Yourself podcast, absolutely one of those people that you listen to, and she just inspires your spirit. So get ready for a spark-filled episode. I'm Stephanie James, psychotherapist and transformation coach, and you are listening to Igniting the Spark, where each week we bring you inspirational guests to help you ignite your joy, happiness, and well-being. Together, we can illuminate the world. So everyone, welcome, welcome to Igniting the Spark. I'm so excited to be here with Lene Blaze. And what an incredible woman. She's a television and film writer, motivational speaker, a mother, daughter, wife. She's got this amazing podcast. I was just sharing with her before we jumped on. I've been listening to it called Imagine Yourself Podcast with Sandy. Is it Kovach? Kovac. Sandy Kovac. Kovac. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome, Lene, to The Spark. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be here. I'm excited to uh, talk about, be about living sparks, igniting. It's what this world needs. And I'm so grateful that you have this podcast out there to inspire us all. Well, thank you. Your your podcast is so inspiring as well. The episode I was listening to this morning was around telling your story and the importance of us sharing our story. So I'm going to dive in a little bit and ask you about your own story. Because we've all had such interesting paths that have led us to this moment. So not that you have to go back over, you know, the entire lifeline. But I was born in a snowstorm back in Cleveland, (laughs) Ohio in the 70s. But no, even though that's that's I no, I get it because there's so many people who don't value the power and influence of their story. Um 
because in a way we're all special or in a way we're all basic. You know, it's, you know, we're all humans from Beyonce to, to the person who is, is just walking down the street whistling. We're all, we're all, we all come here on equal footing and we all have something to offer and give. And so when you, when you, when I talk about my story, I love to bring up the fact, not the part, like you said, from birth, but I do feel that I'm influenced by the fact that I am, I guess, first and foremost, a sister. Uh, there are seven of us kids in my family, <laughs> um, six girls and one boy. My, my poor dad wanted a son so badly. <laughs> um, and my brother is adopted uh, because my dad was he was committed <laughs> and it wasn't happening, you know, in the timeline that he wanted. But all of these aspects turned out to be blessings growing up with a big family, uh, growing up with a, a blended family because we have uh, I have my parents were divorced. We have family from different sides. And as I said, with my brother uh, being adopted, that brings a whole element as well. And that just shaped you know, those are things that it's not talking about what I do is on a professional level. It's not talking about necessarily where I am in my marriage or my parenthood, but it does bring together the component of realizing that when you grow up with a lot of people, you realize everybody is wired differently and it takes different things to ignite, to ignite different sparks in folks. <laughs> and so um, that's, you know, that's a little bit about me on a personal level. And then on a professional level, it has taken me a while to get to where I want it to be. And I, I'm just so grateful that God has blessed me now where I'm not only able to do things in my chosen field of TV and film and podcasting, but I'm able to mentor um, young ladies each month. And we have a, a virtual uh, sessions where we go through and we, you know, we just try to pour into each other because it works both ways. Doesn't matter that I'm older, <laughs> but it works both ways. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You know, that that's one of the things I find that I speak to a lot, this thing where we ignite the sparks in one another. Yeah. So it's as as you have realized and and done that for yourself, then you're sharing that with these young women. Absolutely. Because Again, the power of telling your story. If you live your life in a way that you keep everything to yourself and you don't share, you don't share your story, you don't share your gifts, you don't share your expertise even, I think that you'll come away feeling empty because I think that it'll be a lose-lose as opposed to I love when you have a win-win. <laughs> you know, you, you're able to be a blessing to someone else and it it gives you a beautiful spark from, you know, from within as well. Well, and all of us go through life. And I always say, you know, none of us get out unscathed. We all have challenges and we all have difficulties we face. And growing up with a large family like that, it has many blessings. And I imagine it also had a lot of challenges as well. I, I really did, heard, yeah. yeah, and I really heard that piece that you were sharing that, you know, the the insight for you around, yeah, people are wired differently and we're not all the same and that's okay, that, yeah. that we are different. And what would you be willing to share with us just a story that, that might have been a life lesson that came from 
a challenge that you experienced with a family that large? Because not everyone has that many siblings. That's something that actually feels like it's becoming more rare. Yeah. Um, I I must address the fact, and I know that there's people listening who will hopefully feel like they're being spoken to, but I must address the fact that I did mention briefly, you know, I was a child of divorce. So it actually started out that I was an only child for seven years, all by myself. I prayed every day for a sister. I didn't like boys back then, so I did not want a brother. But I prayed, please, I just want someone to play with. And, you know, so those first seven years, I learned how to enjoy my own company, be by myself. But then the sisters started rolling in. (laughs) Um, I have a stepsister. I have half-sisters. I have an adopted brother. Of course, though, this means the elephant in the room is that my parents were divorced. And that was not always easy, especially for them, because it was, you know, it can be even, I could even say traumatic when you you have to go through uh, the grieving part of your marriage is over. But what I love is that my parents and my step-parents, because my parents did both remarry, my parents and my step-parents did everything in their power to ensure that the kids would be all right. And so um, I guess my my big takeaway here is if you're if you find yourself in a situation where you are getting a divorce and you're worried about the kids, that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to to stay in something that that is it's it's run its course. Um, and it doesn't mean that you have to lie to your kids about what's going on. But I feel that the big takeaway that I'm that I'm going to share here is that my parents would sit down, have talks with me at, at age appropriate levels, make sure that I had an understanding of what was happening, that I wasn't kept in the dark. And then oh, Stephanie, my like when my when my dad and stepmom would go on family trips, family vacations, not only would they take the kids from their household, they would talk to my mom and my stepfather and bring the kids and me from the other household. We'd go on family trips together. Wow. I'm sure that's got to be rare. You know, um, most recently we spent Thanksgiving all together. Um, that is just something that I that don't think usually happens. But I just encourage people to realize, even in the bad situations, things that we see as bad, God can work it together for good and make things turn out to be great. So I've got all these siblings that are, some of which are you know closer in age. We, we do everything. We go on trips together. We are involved in each other's lives. And I just feel that, um, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, well, it does. And the other thing I'm hearing is, wow. Your prayers were answered. Yes. <laughs> abundantly, abundantly. You know, yes. You know, uh, prayer works. So, uh, you know, you, you've been blessed with this incredible family, it sounds like, this beautiful large family, and with parents that were able to move beyond the pain of divorce. Yeah. Really, I love this thing of focusing on the kids where it's like, yeah, even in two different households, these yeah. kids are a family. These kids all belong together. And what a beautiful gift. Yeah. And and let alone the fact that 
So, you know, it was, it was kind of my situation where I'd, you know, I'd be with my mom and stepdad during the week and then be with my dad and stepmom during the weekend. Two very different households, different parenting styles, different personality styles. Uh, you know, one household who was very reserved and quiet and structured. In the other household, it was fun, like a circus. It was all, you know, all out. <laughs> But it taught me to be adaptable as well. And it just, you know, even on different sides of town, everything. And so all I'm saying is if we can really try our best to embrace some of the situations when we're going through it, um, or at least to have hope that maybe when we're looking back on it, that it does have some good parts to offer as well. Yeah. Even if it's messy, you know, yeah. even if it's messy at the time being. And, you know, I I relate to you in a very similar fashion, having gone through my parents' divorce when I was 13 and kind of going from that golden childhood to all of a sudden, wow, everything exploded and nothing was the same. And there was a time, uh, this was probably about 18 years ago. Um, my my dad and stepmother had moved to Austin. My mom and stepdad lived here. And so they'd been divorced for a very long time. And for the first time since everything had happened, my brother was in the hospital and everyone came together, both sets of parents, all the siblings. And we all had Thanksgiving together, you know, and we, it was beautiful. You know, we, we brought my brother Thanksgiving dinner, I remember in the hospital, but to stand there with all four parents yes. was, it was like, I'm getting the chills right now. You know, it was, it was a miracle. It was it's really, beautiful really beautiful. Miracle. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to encourage. Um, you know, that, and, and, and to even realize it doesn't happen overnight. Um, I don't have high expectations for folks to feel like they need to push towards that as their goal right at the beginning, but that can happen. And timing is interesting. You said 18 years. Um, and sometimes that's, wait, did you say 18 years ago, though? Yeah, 18 uh, years ago. 18, but it was probably yeah. liter literally 18 years after, you know. Right. It really so, was. yeah, it took time. But that hope, it's still there. And like you said, the beauty of it. And when you come together, um, interestingly enough, I am I'm executive producing and writing on a show, a new show that's called Blended. And it's not blended like most people think. It's not because of divorce. And it's not necessarily because of uh, a husband and a, and a wife of, of different races getting together uh, and getting married. It's a situation where two totally different families, after a tragic incident, have their lives forever changed and are blended in that capacity. And so I only mention this because. I just think that a lot of people have a lot of different family things going on. Definitely people have work stuff going on. Everybody knows that. But the family component, I'm just all about giving hope on that level too. <laughs> you know, Beautiful. Thank you for bringing that up because I think you bring up such an important point that family is actually, it goes deeper than blood. You know, it's something that is our heart and soul connection with others. Yeah. And, you know, I for, for so long, I would call it my soul family, you know, or my soul tribe. 
because I, I have people here, you know, and, and people that live actually all over the world that are those people that I'm so deeply connected to in my essence, which is a family. And that's the part I truly believe that we are meant to think like that. We're meant to um, embrace people biologically uh, or structurally within a family and friends. And we're supposed to have that outreach. We are meant to have communities with other people besides people at work, um, besides just the people that we were thrown together with, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to reach out and find and be with and love and care about more people. And this world has been very uh, divisive lately. And I just hope and pray that that's going to turn around, that people will get done with that. And they'll be like, you know what? I don't want this anymore. I want to be more connected. I want to give more grace. I want to reach out in a beautiful way. I want to help others. I want it to be win-win and not in a cliche kind of way, but in a real way. Yeah. I think that's the hope for humanity, truly. And, and holding that vision, because if we're focused on the fear and we're focused on what's wrong, it's not serving us. It's not serving that higher purpose of what if we envisioned coming together? What if we envision truly holding that vision of us being as one large family? Because truly, we are at, at a quantum level, we truly are all connected. It's not just this really trite phrase that we throw out there. It's the no, truth. It is. And that's that's actually why... I'm sure you're going to say the same thing for your podcast, but that's why Sandy and I started Imagine Yourself podcast. We want to really focus in on, in our case, it's more the component of imagine yourself in your next chapter of life, living with grace and courage and faith and, and that new things component, because I believe in new things happening. You know, um, you know, I also... I do look back in the past as well. I, I kind of like the good old days and I look into the future as well. Um, but but I do like to think about newness, making yourself new in areas that you that are no longer serving you. So yeah, that's what we try to do. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And there, I have a chapter in my latest book, Becoming Fierce, which is purge what doesn't serve. I love that. And, yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is it because sometimes it is beliefs or it's an old narrative that we've told ourselves for so long and it no longer serves us. Yeah, that's um, absolutely true. There's And there's so many new things and new ways to accomplish that too. Um, I just learned about something called hypno breath work. It's, it's like, it's a trademarked word, <laughs> but um. But it's it's something where you 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 are able to go within and really evaluate some of the limiting beliefs that you've held and work to release those and replace those with better beliefs. <laughs> you know, I'm not a I'm definitely not a, a certified in any of that, but it's but it's just showing me that books and podcasts and webinars and techniques are there 
to help people along with, of course, therapy, uh, to really become what you're destined and desiring to become. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it's that matter of excavating that essence, that spark that's within us. You know, and there, there's these circumstances and situations and beliefs and, you know, it starts covering it up. It feels like it's covered up. And so our work is how do we excavate that? Because it's it's always there. That yeah. is always present. And so exactly what you're saying, you know, there, there are books and techniques and these things that we can do to excavate that spark inside of us. And I think as a trauma specialist as well, one of the things I have loved is seeing people over the last 17 years do that neural rewiring in their brain where they're literally changing neural pathways, going from trauma and really just surviving to thriving and being able to see that. I mean, to witness people's healing, as I'm sure you are aware of, it's just one of the greatest honors and gifts of my life. Yeah. Those are the heroes. Those (laughs) people like you are heroes because a hero saves someone. And in my opinion, and in this case, you are digging them out, excavating them, you know, excavating the gems, digging them out of an area where they may have felt hopeless and that this was something that was not temporary. This just going to go on forever. And you're proving to them that, uh, that it is, that there is hope, there is light, there are ways to change. And then there's people who maybe on a simpler level who are just kind of wondering, well, what is my purpose? I'm really just out here looking to find my purpose. And one thing that in in many cases I've found that helps is when a person looks back, in this case, you do have to go to the past at their childhood during some of the better times and take a look at what did they love to do naturally as a child. And that's sometimes where you find that spark. Uh, So, of course, you have little Lene. And maybe even little Stephanie, but I know, you know, for myself, I carried around this tape recorder and I wanted to interview all of my cousins and aunts and uncles and drove them crazy. Um, And then when, oh my gosh, when camcorders came, then I wanted to, you know, videotape them and interview them. But I loved talking. I loved sharing. I loved 
hearing more about other people's lives. Um, and then even I loved with my friends, started with Barbie dolls, but then it went to just fake acting in, you know, in the in the room, just creating these scenes and these concepts and these ideas and these characters and, you know, acting them out because I guess we didn't have an acting school nearby. But um, and then that's what I'm doing now with with creating shows and and, you know, writing films and podcasting. It's these sparks that I know there are people who love to bake. There's people who uh, love to help animals and then they can whether they become a veterinarian or whether they volunteer their time, you know, at rescue centers for animals, different. It's just finding that place where you can really showcase your spark. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. I, I, I'm over here getting so lit up listening, you know, to, to your childhood, the things that got ignited within you. Yeah. That were just, and I love when you said, you know, just that natural thing. We can think of what was it that was our passion when we were young? What was it that we were naturally drawn to? Or people would say, oh, you just have a gift. You have a gift with this. Yes. You know, and, and we'd be in flow and not even realize it. That's, and that goes back to even all these sisters and brothers. We would notice we had one sister who she loved math and science. She also loved to rap and she loved, I don't know, she just loved to rap. I'm not sure where that came from, right? <laughs> and then, so now she's an engineer, but she has written children's books um, that that talk about uh, science and chemistry, but all of the lines are written in rhymes within the book, within the children's book. Um, and then, you know, my brother, he... He loved college. He loved working with young people. And now he works at a university uh, in, in the higher learning in their student affairs to make sure that students are, you know, all the different strategies are are enforced to to make them better. So you just so this is professionally, but sometimes it's it's things on the side too. your your side passions are important. Absolutely. And this lifelong passion of yours interviewing people, you know, doing the plays. I love all of that. And so this is something that was within you the whole time. And I, I love what you're sharing that other people, as, as we can look back and think of what those things were for us, what delighted you as a kid, and that each one of us brings our own unique gifts. So it might've been someone that loved playing, you know, with animals or loved being in nature and so maybe they go into the forestry service or maybe that, you know, we each have those unique gifts. Not They're all not going to be alike. You and I, interestingly, had very similar paths. Yes. And, and I was so lit up listening to you. I was thinking of, I think I was probably five and that would make my brother two at the time. My parents laugh about that they would put us in the bathtub together. And we lived in Corvallis, Oregon, and we had this really cool walk-in bathtub. It was just huge. At that like, age, like a little swimming like a pool. Little swimming pool, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we had this huge window. We Our home was up in the mountains, so the huge window there at the tub looked out into the forest. And I would interview my brother with a hairbrush and pretend yeah. that that was the movie screen or the TV screen, you know? Yes. And yes. that was the same thing you're saying. I mean, I just was lit up all the plays. My poor brother, you know, he, I cannot tell you how many costumes that kid was put in um, over the years, you know, and the dancing and the singing and just loving all of that. And so how did you, Lene, turn 
that passion through your life into a career, into this, you know, how did you start getting into film and television? And I'm really curious because that's, that's taking that passion or taking that spark and igniting it. What, what happened? I love the question because I want to first say it took a long time and like decades, but I want to make sure people know that's okay because I am really realizing that the timing was actually perfect. So to your question, I went from doing these little goofy things with my family members and friends to shutting all that down for a while and saying, I have to be practical. I need a practical job. So I went to college and I studied political science. Then I didn't want to do that anymore. Then I switched over to business and did business internships and financial management programs and all that cool stuff. And then realized, I don't think I want to do this either. Uh, and, you know, I was a person of um, not just in college. I, I didn't just meet my husband because we're college sweethearts, but I met um, another friend who I know God just dropped into my life because she was, her purpose has been to remind me, you don't have to be so serious all the time. You don't have to be so ambition driven, you know, definitely do well, especially in college, get, get good grades, but do some things outside of just the normal studying. And that combined with my mother's influence, she she was the one who said, you're going to do something in Hollywood one day. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That just seems like too big of a dream, too big. I couldn't really take that dream on in my mind, which also speaks to the fact that having a positive attitude or having a negative attitude doesn't necessarily define what's going to happen because I didn't see it for myself. I didn't even think I'd be able to get into the university that I got into. But my mother had faith for me. She had faith that I was going to get in. She had faith that there'd be enough money. Because remember, I've got all these sisters and brothers. Um, she had faith that I'd get scholarships. She had faith that I'd be able to do that particular major. So I ended up graduating um, School of Communications at University of Miami. Uh, with broadcasting and TV and film experience and did uh, internships at radio stations and TV stations and all that good stuff. But then my college sweetheart and I got married and moved to Michigan and had kids. And I was a stay-at-home mom for 20 years. During that time, I was slowly, slowly but surely planting little seeds, doing things, um, advancing my my studies, learning the craft of writing in between, you know, all the time, doing little networking so that, and then when COVID happened, everything really opened up because you could reach out to people in Hollywood, even if you lived in Michigan, through Zoom. And I began to take meetings with people and I began to just use LinkedIn to, to meet more and more people. And then sure enough, when it was time for my kids to go off to college and fly the coop. I was an empty nester. That was the timing. That's when everything so far has happened. Film, TV, everything has blossomed in what I believe to be perfect, godly timing. So that's a long answer, but, <laughs> but it's, awesome I hope it gives answer. encouragement. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Thank you so much for saying that part about the timeline. Yeah. We live, we live in a world where immediate gratification is, especially I think here in Western civilization, immediate gratification is just where we're at and we're yeah. looking at social media and getting constant dopamine hits. And so learning how to be patient and really believing in that divine timing. And, 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 and when you don't, that. maybe having someone who does, I know that sounds crazy, but even when you don't feel it yourself, there is a power in having someone who loves you believe or hold that belief for you in the meantime. And that in that case, that was my mom, along with my husband and my, my kids also. They believed it because I started thinking I'm getting older. I'm about to age out. But no, this is as long as I keep myself healthy and, and you know, as strong as possible. This is this is perfect. It's all just right. And and then there will be people who maybe know me and they'll say, wow, this happened so fast for Lene. She was talking about writing something and then all of a sudden now she does all these things. And I'll smile and 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 be gracious, but I'll know in my heart that I was doing things and planting seeds quietly, hoping that, th that they would come to fruition. I knew this was the desire of my heart. I knew, I even knew that God allowed this to 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 plant in my heart. But I had no real assurance that things would pop off as beautifully as they did. So, and that's why too I love, you know, reaching back to others who are in the same situation and trying to at least make sure that they don't make the, any mistakes that I made. They can avoid those. <laughs> and what a beautiful thing about if we don't have the hope in the moment or we don't have the vision in the moment. Having someone else that does, someone else that can really hold that space. And that really resonates for me too, Lene. When I, you know, think about as a therapist, there's times people come in and they feel very desperate and hopeless. And they're like, I don't know how this is going to change. And as we start sometimes some of the, tr you know, trauma protocols like yeah. EMDR or the flash technique, I'll say, it's okay if you don't believe it right now. I'm going to hold that for you. I'll yes. hold it for you. And I do think there's power in that. I think that's really so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's important. And again, for everyone to, to hear that message of to keep going, yeah, to keep moving forward, knowing that it is, there is divine timing and really, and I at least I can say in my life and those people's lives around me, I truly believe in that. I, I see it. I've seen evidence of it. And just like there's no mistake that you and I are here visiting together in this moment. Exactly. Exactly. Or that whoever's listening, that they're meant to catch something. There's something in this. You talk about divorce. We've talked about uh, big families. We've talked about careers. We've talked about holding that belief for others. There is something that is meant to be picked up and and held up like, okay, I really needed to hear this. And this is really going to help bless the the way my, my path is going. Because another part too is faith. There's some people in certain seasons where they are just not able to have faith or the belief or even want to pray or want to do those things. And I think there should be grace for, for those times and, and spaces as well. And again, 
There are others who can can hope that that time period will pass and that that faith will rise up within them and that they'll be able to embrace it. But in the meantime, you don't have to hit anybody over the head with it. You don't have to shove it down anyone's throat. And you can just over to the side, hold that love and hope for them as well, that the, that the, the hard times will start to smooth out and that the faith will start to rise up and that their, their spiritual, their mental, their emotional, their physical lives will blossom. Beautiful. So I want to ask you, Lene, what's, what's next for you? What's, what's percolating right now within you? What's, what's ahead? I think that what's ahead is more TV and film and, and podcasting. More Okay, because I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I truly believe that if we're not satisfied with or if we're frustrated with some of the things that are out there, we can complain for a little bit, get it off our chest, but then we can work to do something about it. And in that spirit, I just feel like there are, I don't know, I feel like I was so influenced by television and film as a young person and growing up. and. I want to push some more of those positive images, meaningful, entertaining, fun, delightful shows and films out there. And so I say it's more of that. Like I said, the one blended, it just, I don't know if, I mean, I'm, people like the show, This Is Us. I know I love the show, This Is Us. Um, it's in that same spirit. I just want more shows that address ways that people go through tough things and come out beautifully on the other side because then maybe life can imitate art <laughs> you know in in good ways instead of some of the kind of ratchet stuff that's out there right now <laughs> well, and and we need this we need these models we yeah. need this information so that there is content out there that does lift up our spirits and ignites our heart. We need this. We need what you're offering, Lene, you know, and where can people see Blended? Where can people see your films or your television shows? So Blended is currently, that's the one that I'm going to highlight the most. Blended is, we are going to film the pilot this spring. So as soon as that gets out, then... I can give more details on where, okay. you know, where you could find it. But right now, too, I, I still want to promote the podcast, Imagine Yourself podcast, too, because that's another passion as well. To me, that's even more mm, from within. You know, I, th I feel it comes from, from within even more. There are so many people that write, and I'm sure they do with yours as well, and just say that they listen to an episode and it either made their day or their week, or their month, or changed everything. Because we talk about subjects like overthinking, and like you said, sharing your story, even fitness stuff, faith-filled, all the all the categories, relationships, you know, it's whether you're in a relationship or you want to be in one, you know, we try to yeah. cover those things. So that's, that's, that's another area. I just want to, anything with the positive push and the influence. Yes. And I can... Testimony right now, listening to that lifted my spirits. Just hearing your and Sandy's voice and your beautiful 
souls just come through. I mean, they truly, you feel it, it's palpable. So I just want to encourage and invite everyone to check out your podcast and to imagine themselves as they're listening to Imagine Yourself podcast in this greater version of themselves. Yeah. But that's possible. And and what a beautiful sharing that, that you and Sandy do on, on that podcast. So, Lene, as we're coming close to, to the end of our time together, first, how can people find out more about you? So I, I'm on Instagram at Blaze Talks or also at Imagine Yourself Podcast. LinkedIn, Lene Blaze, because those are for people who are perhaps, like I said, I I definitely love, especially when younger people come and they're interested in getting more information about the the media industry. I'm not on Facebook, so uh, don't have that one. But yeah, I think the best way would be LinkedIn or Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And Lene, as we wrap up, what is the essential message that you want to leave with the listeners? The essential message that I hope everyone walks away with today is take time to go within. I'm going to give that a little background. I have a friend, very dear friend who lives in Michigan also. And one time she asked, what are you guys doing for the holidays? Because maybe we could get together. So I, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to because my family and I, we're all going within. She's like, what? Where are you going? <laughs> I said, we're going within. She said, you're going to have to explain that to me in context. I said, there are, are times when Everything has been stressful and busy and frustrating, and we need to take time, either as a family or as an individual, to go within. And I mean, you just sit in a nice, still space, and you imagine yourself going down you know, to the inside of your soul, and you sit there, and in my case, I wait for God to uh, arrive as well. And just sit in that still, beautiful, loving presence so that I can get centered, so that I can be back to my normal self instead of going all the way to hot mess mode. So that is my takeaway, that if everyone, no matter what your faith, if you please just take some time to go within. Beautiful. Lene, thank you so much for being here. It has been such a joy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your light with us. Thank you also. I thank you on behalf of all of us who listen to your podcast regularly that just keep doing what you're doing. We need it. <laughs> we need it. We need light. We need love. We need sparks. We need to realize we have sparks. We are, they're already right. there. Like you said, they're there. We just need to excavate and find them. There were so many amazing topics that we spoke of during this podcast. It's hard to sort out just the one to emphasize right now. I loved the things that that Lene shared about her family and that even through divorce, there can be beautiful things that happen to families. I love the, the thing that she shared about her family 
coming back together and how her dad and stepmother would bring both sets of children from both households together because those children were a family. I think that it's an important piece because there can be so much stigma around divorce. I think it's less so now than when probably she had her parents going through divorce and I had mine so long ago going through divorce. And that there's not shame. We don't need to have shame around it. It's how do we navigate through this the best way possible? You know, the other thing I loved that she spoke about was looking at what your passion was as a child. So as we look back on those pieces, I think it's so important. What lit you up as a child? What was it that was a natural joy for you that you were in flow with? Those are the things I think we can return to that will light us up again. And maybe as we relook at those things, that can become a bigger part of our purpose, even if it's just a part-time thing that we're doing. You know, I laugh about the whole interview thing because she was doing it on her tape recorder as a child, and I was doing it even with my friends. We do pretend interviews, and we'd do these little plays for my parents, my poor parents, <laughs> who sat on the sofa for hours and hours as I either performed dances or musicals or interviews. I mean, uh, they they were incredible and incredibly patient. <laughs> the other thing I want to emphasize that was such a beautiful takeaway from Lene was that it takes time to access or to fully actualize our dreams and that we're all on a divine timeline. And sometimes we can really feel like, oh, it's not happening for me, or I, I just don't know if, if this will ever come to fruition. And I'm always reminded of Morgan Freeman, who did not become an actor until he was in his mid-50s. So we all have that divine timeline that's unfolding for us. And so to trust in that and to keep moving forward to keep taking whatever those steps are. Lene had 20 years of raising children and now all these beautiful things through film and television are blossoming in her life. So I hope that today's episode has ignited something within you. You have beautiful gifts within you to share. You have a beautiful story, whether it's been messy, whether it's been difficult, you have a story that can help ignite others sparks because we're all in this together and you and your story your life matters thanks for listening you have been listening to igniting the spark with stephanie james thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to my amazing and magical producer tony ficini you can find igniting the spark on all podcast platforms so make sure you subscribe so you get every inspirational episode. For more information about this show, my books, my films, and my upcoming events, go to stephaniejames.world and ignite your best life. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. 
I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.